Hello, and welcome to the High Vibrational Life Podcast. My name is Kimberly Kingsley, and I'm an energy coach and a flow teacher. Today, I'll be starting a four-part series on life's design, which is flow. We are designed to be powerful vessels of life energy. We are living a high vibrational life when energy is flowing so fast that we are the most authentic, brilliant, and beautiful version of ourselves. The challenge is that many times we're not aligned with our natural design. We're not aligned with the blueprint that life created in order for us to evolve and blossom into our potential. Because society has another program. It has another blueprint. And instead of flowing from the inside out, like every plant, every animal, every human should, we are taught to consume from the outside in, to get our worth from external sources, to chase that ever-elusive dollar, that ever-elusive partner, that ever-elusive job. And in doing so, we are completely out of alignment with our nature and living in lower vibrational energies and actually stuck in those energies many times. But the good news is we are infinitely more powerful than any pattern, than any habit that we're stuck in or any lower vibrational relationship dynamic. So today we'll be talking about the portal of presence, which is the first in the four-step flow process that I teach. The presence is very literally another reality. When we step entirely into the present moment, something shifts for us. We all of a sudden have vision. It's not the myopic, laser-focused, judgmental vision that we normally have. It's expanded vision. It's clear vision. That's what clairvoyance is, clear seeing. But there's also uh, something palpable about the present moment in that it's the place where receiving energy and expressing energy come together. So the present is very literally the space where creativity emerges from. We're either creating or we are repeating. In other words, we're either creating something new, like those beautiful kaleidoscopes that every time you turn it, a new, beautiful, vibrant image emerges, or we're repeating the same old patterns over and over again. Yesterday, I had an opportunity to talk to a young man who was beating himself up for how he behaved over the weekend. He was talking about how he keeps repeating the same pattern of anger over and over again. And he so desperately wants to get out of that pattern. And luckily, the group that we were in is a meditation group that I was leading. I was sharing with him that the way to heal any pattern is by focusing so much on the present that the habitual vibrational patterns start to lose their power. They start to fade into the background as we etch new mind-body memories into our psyches. This is the challenge that many of us face when it comes to staying in the present moment. And that is that we're constantly being tugged in different directions by different emotional energies that are triggered from our environment. 
And today I wanted to explore three of these emotions and talk about how we can best handle them so that we can spend more time in the present where we're creating instead of spending time in the past or the future where we're repeating. The first type of emotion is spontaneous emotion. And these are the natural waves of feelings that come up in response to everyday life. If you see a butterfly, you might smile and have a wave of happiness. If you run into someone who's not particularly pleasant, you might have a little wave of irritation. All of these are normal. If someone cusses at you, you might even have a wave of anger. So we have to be able to experience the entire rainbow of emotion because energy has to move through us at whatever frequency it wants to move. The key skill here is to be able to stay in flow when these spontaneous emotions arise. And I talked about some ways to do that in episode two. One of the best ways is to do a rapid reframe where you just turn the situation around really quick and and say to yourself, oh, that person must be having a bad day or this isn't about me, this is about them. I'm gonna stay in my own flow here. And when they're happy, vibrational waves, we're good. We can just ride those all day long. So spontaneous emotions are appropriate. We wouldn't be alive in our human bodies if we didn't have them. That's what makes us uniquely human is that we experience every moment with a different texture, with a different tone, with a different vibration. And that's beautiful. We would never want to get rid of that. Instead, we want to become like surfers where no matter what kind of wave comes at us, we can exercise our mental emotional agility to navigate that wave in such a way that we don't lose connection with our own flow. The second kind of emotion that has the uncanny ability to pull us out of the present moment is triggered emotion. This is when something in the environment touches on an old wound, touches on a pocket of energy that hasn't been fully processed yet. And when a pocket of emotion is activated, it rises up within us and clouds our vision. So this makes it especially tricky to stay in our own flow because we not only have the spontaneous emotion that's triggered from the environment, but we have the old emotion that's connecting to it. It can be kind of tricky to identify when an emotion is triggered because we always want to blame it on the circumstance that's presenting itself, the person who's in front of us or, or whatever situation we're in. We, we, it's, we have a very hard time seeing objectively the emotional landscape that's within us. It's like a fish in a fishbowl. How could we possibly see it? But there are clues that tell us when an emotion is triggered. The first clue is that the pattern tends to repeat itself. So if you had a pattern with a parent where you felt abandoned or victimized or assaulted in some way, and then you experience that same pattern with a, uh, with a partner, a life partner, or a boss or something like that, that's an indication that you're experiencing triggered emotion over and over again. Once you're aware that you have this vulnerability, this spot that has a tendency to become activated in certain situations, you could just be really kind to yourself. We all have these areas. So really the best thing to do is not react. 
Because when we react, we reinforce the emotion that's being triggered in the first place. We actually add to it energetically. So it becomes even stronger. So the best thing that we can do is become aware that we have this particular vulnerability and be compassionate with ourselves and feel whatever it is we're feeling. And in feeling it, we're allowing some of that old energy to dissipate along with the new energy. So triggered emotion is very literally an opportunity to heal the past in the present. This takes time. Like the young man I was talking about earlier, it can take years to refine or buff out a pattern from childhood or from early adulthood. It doesn't matter when the pattern came into place. It can take a while. And that's okay. We have time. We, we're all a work in progress. And we're all repairing our landscape. That is, repairing the container through which energy flows that has been damaged in different relationships and different situations. We're also refining the energy that moves through our landscape every day as we work on having positive thoughts and we work on reframing the way we react to situations. So every day, our landscape, our borders, our boundaries, our container for spiritual energy becomes a little stronger and a little more solid. And the energy moving through it becomes a little more refined and fast moving. The third kind of emotion that threatens to take us out of the present moment and into the place where we're simply repeating the past is habitual emotion, or what I sometimes refer to as manufactured emotion. These are the mental emotional patterns that we engage in over and over again because we have an addiction to the neurochemistry of the emotion. So some of the most common patterns that we reenact in our lives are patterns of guilt, patterns of victimization, patterns of anger and rage. And you can tell if you have this pattern because it seems like you always stumble into situations that cause you to feel this way. And this is really, habitual emotion is very related to triggered emotion, but it's more like a triggered system. It's more like a brain chemistry dependency that we can easily transform with some self-awareness and the desire to do so. If you want to know what habitual emotions you have, just ask your loved ones. They will know. They will say, well, you tend to feel sorry for yourself whenever this happens, or you tend to beat yourself up all the time, or you tend to get angry at people for the littlest things. Our loved ones know our blind spots better than we do. But as you turn on your self-awareness, you will learn everything you need to know about yourself. That's the way life works. Life wants to flow through you more powerfully every day. And so you will know, you will, you will gain the awareness. Oh, wow. I tend to feel like that more often than I want. And I'm going to change that. I'm going to transform that. It reminds me of that saying, when the student is ready, the teacher will come. Everything that you are ready to transform will be presented to you in just the right moment, whether it's from your internal awareness or intuition or a book you stumble upon or even this podcast. 
If you're listening to this podcast, you are among a very small group of people who is highly committed to your own growth. And I commend you for that. We're not tiptoeing around anything here. We're talking about the most true aspects of life. We're talking about life's laws and the laws of physics and the laws of elevation, the laws of power. You are on a mission and life guided you here right now. And you will be guided to everything that you need to continue your elevation and your ascension into a higher vibrational life. Presence is the portal. Presence is where we step in. It's where we have access to all of the power. And we just need to become aware of the patterns that want to tug us out of the present. Nothing wants to die. Life's impulse is so strong that even the neuropeptides of emotion fight for their lives. And they tug us and they pull us and they say, feed me, let me live. The chemistry in our bodies from sugar and alcohol and fast food, whatever it is, those chemicals don't want to die. So when we decide to clean up our diet, they tug on us and say, feed me, give me some junk food, give me some beer, give me some chocolate. Not one cell wants to die. Not one pattern wants to die. But in order for any life form to be the most powerful that it can be, the aspects of that form that are no longer serving it need to fall away. So we bless and we surrender. And we give these little cells over to the next incarnation. And we stay strong in our knowing that our growth benefits everybody, benefits every aspect of ourselves and every aspect of our surroundings. Which brings me back to the gifts of the present. I'm going to leave you with three final things that you can do to stay in the present moment. And the first is to practice presence. Whether you're doing 90 seconds of meditation three times a day, or sitting down for 20 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes at night, or going for a walk where you're tuning into your environment, listening to the birds, and communing with whatever's around you. Practice presence, because the more you practice it, the more available it will be to you. Being present is a skill set. Once we develop it, it pulls us in and it, it cocoons us. It gives us comfort. It's our lifeline. It's our oxygen. So make it a habit. Make it a ritual. And in addition to connecting with ourselves, we can practice full engagement with others, putting our phones down, just looking at another person in the eyes and being fully engaged. You will see them anew. You will see them the way you've never seen them before. Practice presence by being fully engaged. And the last thing we can do is appreciate the beauty around us. Appreciate the love around us. Life flows. Society would have us believe that all there is is negativity. But actually, that's not the truth at all. All there is is flow. All there is is growth. 
And even when something appears to die, it's actually in the name of growth that it's dying. So appreciate all the life that's around you and all the flow that's around you. There is nothing like appreciation to keep you in the present moment. It will elevate you and elevate everything that you're appreciating at the same time. Thank you so much for listening today. As always, please reach out to me if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have anything that you'd like me to cover on a future episode. My email is kk at KimberlyKingsley.com and my Instagram is Kimberly underscore Kingsley. Thank you so much for listening and until next time, be well.